0: They say winning ain't everything Well, we don't have them type conversations over here, man Had that conversation with the losers We trying to win at everything we do Even in the loss, we don't see defeat We see a lesson learned Straight up Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums. As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat. In my own lane, no. Far from where they crashing that Dumb bar graduate. The game out of it. Served in the Navy. Look, y'all don't know the half of it. Pops passing no one. Moms passed last year. I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears cause they son making it. No telling where I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that Wayne high in 15 in one state. Seen a fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets Gaming crew legend. Let's
1: work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you. tuning in every Sunday. It's truly appreciated. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, like, comment, and share. Uh, also, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a lot. Um, make sure we continue uh, to stand up against all forms of racism and uh, social injustice. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Uh, make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks virtual clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens so you'll have less eye strain, and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zennycom slash gaming. Uh, follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode is episode 29. Uh, the Black Hokage, uh, one All right, of my. Hold on, hold on! You're not going to just start the show and jack my
2: name up, dog. <laughs> right. Come on, bro. What the hell, Hokage, Hokage, the Black Hokage. They going to Hok- kill you in the comments for that, dog. <laughs> 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 They're like, "Oh, you don't watch
1: anime." <laughs> I, I watch it, but I, I always screw it the intro up. But uh, the Black Hokage, Hokage, yes, sir. Um, one of my favorite uh, content creators um you know he he's a gamer content creator podcaster uh, man of many talents uh has over 628,000 youtube subscribers 144,000 twitch followers 127,000 twitter followers and over uh, 21k instagram followers um he's you know there's influencers and then there's influencers uh he's witty uh, mad talented, uh, calls himself a total geek and hilarious content creator. Uh, we met at the Decoy Games Presents Game On, uh, celebrating Black excellence in gaming. Uh, it's truly an honor to have him here today on the show. Uh, so, with further ado, uh, the Black Hokage. game. <laughs> there you go.
2: Hey, yo, I wish you would have asked me that before you recorded the show. You nah, didn't know how nah, to pronounce no, it. No, but
1: that, hey, that even fits more into this show because, like, I, I you know, you could, every time I watch your content, I I laugh my ass off, man. Like and and that 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 mess up, you know, allowed you to come in and and, and add more to it. So I'm definitely <laughs> I'm not taking that out. I'm keeping that in. Like I and I was gonna sure. ask you, but for the fact that I, I screwed it up, we created some content out of it, so I'll take it.
2: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Everybody call me T V H though. Nobody called me Hokage, everybody called me TBH. Um <laughs> But, yo, this, yeah, we met at the at the Black Decoy, and man's just pulled up on me. He was like mad humble. And it's like, it's rare that somebody comes up to me and speaks to me because a lot of times people say I come across as like intimidating, and that's never the case. A lot of times, I just be chilling. And like, they'd be intimidated, but he came up, he was mad respectful. I was like, yeah, I just followed him on Twitter. So we met at the black event. We got a black podcast, it's a beautiful thing. Honestly, I got, I tied my durag too tight last night, so I got a line <laughs> on my head. This is the blackest podcast on the internet, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, so just jumping right into it. Uh, I, I just want you to tell your story and, and how you got to where you are. Okay, for sure. Um, So I started
2: off as a YouTuber. Uh, I would say these days, like I'm more known for Twitch because I kind of shifted focus over the past couple years and that. But I started off as a YouTuber, and the reason I got into YouTube was I'm not. I'm gonna keep it a um I looked around the market space. Okay, are we are we going into the full story?
1: Man, let's go into the full story.
2: All right. So my first YouTube channel was 2007. I was 17. I was still in high school, um, and I was doing voiceovers of cartoons. Um, kind of like you remember? Do we curse on here? I didn't ask you.
1: Yeah,
2: you can curse. Okay. Um, I was doing voiceover. How can work. I
1: have you on and you not cuss? Like,
2: <laughs> no, because I like to be respectful. Like, cause I like I'm. And y'all know if y'all come over and check over my content, I I, oh, I talk oh, a yeah, certain type gets, of way. Yeah, he gets to it. <laughs> but but when I'm on other people's platforms, I always try to be respectful of their content. So like I, I always ask, do you curse and stuff like that? Um, but yeah, 2007. Um, I was doing voiceovers of cartoons on that YouTube channel. Like you remember the old cartoon? I'm the Juggernaut bitch, and they used to over like. The peanuts and stuff like that. I used yeah. to just like redub cartoons and I grew that channel to like 60,000, but I was getting hit with copyright strikes. So 2012, I ended up dropping that channel. It's still there if you want to look for it. It was Cornelius08. I dropped that channel. I made a video, one last video. I was like, hey, I love gaming. Um, I know I haven't talked about it on this channel, but that's what I want to do. So 2012, I opened up my gaming channel. And um, what's the name? The reason I opened the gaming channel is because I do love gaming and, and tech and anime and stuff, but I also looked at the market, if we're being totally honest, and the market was nothing but white boys. Uh, there was nobody who made content like, that looked like me. And I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck, like it's not to come across as like, arrogant, but I personally felt like I could do content better than them. Um, so I got myself on YouTube and uh, I felt like the, the lane was open. I started, I started learning how to edit videos. I caught a blessing. Uh, I, was, I used to be a preschool teacher in my, last, my past life. Dope. And uh, I love working with the kids, but that stuff don't pay enough money. That stuff about teachers having to pay out of their pocket for supplies and stuff, that's real i caught a break i got called into the office one day and i thought i was in trouble with my boss and turns out i wasn't it turns out they had been messing up my payments and they owed me three thousand dollars in back pay oh. so they cut me a three thousand dollar check right there It was like $300, three hundred three thousand two hundred dollars something like that and i had i had that moment uh I, I don't know how old was i i was 20 something i was 21 22 something like that i had that moment i was going through my what i call the get fresh phase right. so like I'll, i'm not gonna lie i was spending my money on clothes and stuff dumb shit. but i had that epiphany i was like man like, this job is cool, it makes decent money, I do like what I do, but I was like, this is a dead-end job, like, this is a stepping stone, this is not what I wanna do in my life. So I was like, you know, this is a blessing. I was like, I could take this and spend this on clothes, or take my girl out to a nice restaurant or something at that time, or I can invest it. And I chose to invest in myself, and thank God I did, because, uh, you know, 12 years later, it's finally, it's finally starting. I'm gonna give you the bug, I just started making money like in the last maybe year or two, like some serious money. I bought, I ended up buying a MacBook, and a camera, and then I got on YouTube, self-taught myself how to edit, everything like that, and just kind of put my head down and grind it to the point where I was able to quit my job, and then I went full-time. And I've been a full-time content creator seven years now, and I've been a content creator for 12 now.
1: Well, I'm surely glad, bro. Like I said, it's a... Truly, from the heart, I stay entertained uh, no matter what it is uh, th- that you involved with, and I do check out the Twitch as much as I can when I'm not when I'm not caught up. But mm-hmm. um, where did you get your sense of humor from? <laughs> the humor,
2: oof! All right, so I come from a different era, man. Like you're a little bit older than me, but I still feel like I feel like my era. I was born 1990. I feel like my era was the last. Era where like we went outside. There was, was there was a, there was internet, but it was a luxury back then. Nobody had it, so we still had to go outside. And like I don't want to say my last name on this podcast, but like I have a goofy last name, and people used to flip it and they used to call me Corey Smallballs. So like I was getting bullied. <laughs> I was getting bullied. One day I just got. I think it was like six or seventh grade. I just got tired of that shit. I was like, I'm not gonna be a victim. Um, so I started getting into it. I started roasting with everybody, bro. I hopped in it and I just got really good. I, I love stand-up comedy. That's another thing. Um, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Bernie Mac, um, Patrice O'Neill, Paul Mooney. Oh, I love Paul Mooney. Right, right, right. Um, So like I studied all the greats kind of picked up some of the mannerisms of how I can apply it to myself. And I just started getting in there and talking shit. I know that like people are like this whole stop bullying thing, but like, and I agree bullying is bad, but for me, because I chose not to be a victim, it it, it helped me out. Um, by the
1: eighth grade year, like, people left me alone. And- Yeah, we didn't I'll, have these campaigns in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah, you had to survive. <laughs> kids, kids is mean,
2: bro, kids is mean. So, like, I, I always tell people when it comes to the content creation side of things, like, they ask me, it's always hard for me to answer how they can improve their content, because for me, like, I'm not gonna lie to you, like, I feel like it's a God-given talent. Some of it was I, people did have to push it out of me but like i have been entertaining people my entire life it wasn't something that i did for the internet like i was class clown there was there was literally a moment i remember my senior year in high school there was literally a moment i got kicked out of a uh, government class for a month because she couldn't control the room because i was literally making them laugh so much and the funny part is like my last day of my senior year that same ap uh, government uh, teacher she told me that like yeah you got on my nerves but she's like i expect to see you on comedy central one day just be like she still respected what I did (laughs) look because I was a smart ass right I would tell jokes but then like she would hate me because I always had the answer to stuff because I love I love learning is cool I love learning too and uh even though I can talk a lot of shit I would always still be paying attention because I think you need to you need to know your past in order so you don't repeat it
1: no facts and I think that's why uh when I when I came up to you and we started talking I felt like the synergy because you know, sometimes you can have similarities with somebody and not even know them, but that's why the vibe is so good because me, myself, I love stand-up comedy. And one of the big things about stand-up comedy is not just a joke, it's the delivery and the laugh of the comedian. And mm-hmm. that's typically uh, what caught my attention because after that day, I, I started watching uh, your YouTube and started coming into your chat and different things. Now, mind you, and I want to I put this on record, I'm only sub to two people on Twitch, and that's mm. you and Jordy. Uh, Appreciate that. Appreciate it. <laughs> and, and yeah, and matter of fact, the payment just hit yesterday. <laughs> so, Appreciate but, that. But yeah, I mean, cause from I'm I'm truly entertained every time I come into y'all streams, and like, and to me, that's for me as as a fan and supporter, that's what I want to feel when I'm when I'm patron patronizing someone is like I'm actually getting my money's worth and. Mm-hmm. I even feel that for myself. I don't want people just to like me because they like me. I want them to like me because I'm doing a, a great job uh, at, at what I do. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, how did you get your, your name? So
2: my original name on YouTube when I started my gaming channel was Modern War Negro. If you go back and look at some of my old videos, like that, that intro actually comes up. And like, it was because I was playing a lot of Call of Duty and then like, i gonna be honest, I was like 18, 19. It sounded funny, but then I got older. Um, I changed my name maybe like six, seven years ago to the Black Hokage because I used to always do in my intro, I used to be like, yo, what up It's it's Modern War Negro aka NWN aka the Black Hokage. That was like my way of letting people know that I liked anime. I would always okay. call myself that. So when I made the name change, I was like the Black Hokage makes sense because I was always calling myself that it wouldn't sound too crazy for people. But to get like on a deeper level, the reason I also chose that name is because I'm like I'll, my birthday's on the eighth. I'll be 30. And like, Uh I didn't want people calling me um, Modern War Negro. Like it's not, it was funny to me at 19, but like, it's not, I've literally had brands tell me that like, yo, we can't work with you because of your name or whatever. I was like, it makes sense. I was like, I'm putting like a negative image out there. And then on top of that, I chose the black Hokage because in anime, not in anime, but in Naruto, his goal is to be the Hokage. The Hokage, in, in, in the world of Naruto, there are five villages, like five major cities basically. And each city has like a president. Akage, the Lee village, which is Naruto's from, is the Hokage. Then there's like the the kage. there's different different Kages or whatever. His goal was to become the Hokage because that's the most powerful ninja. That's the leader. That's the one everybody looks up to. They make the political decisions and stuff like that. So long story short, it's like my nerdy way of calling myself a leader. Basically, <laughs> I, I, try to, I try to transition away from the whole Negro thing into a more positive, like it's, like my, it's like my nerdy way of calling myself a black king, basically.
1: No, that, I like that. I mean, it's growth. Like you say, 19, you know, that was cool. But now, uh, you know, you're getting older. You know, as you progress, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, you elevated yourself. I, I like that. Um, passion for anime. Um, how, did you get, how did you get into that? Um, actually, I got sick. So, I mean, I grew
2: up watching Toonami. I don't know if you remember that in the 90s, in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, and, like, I knew, I knew the stuff like Dragon Ball and Inuyasha. Yu Yu but to me, Pokemon, but to me that stuff was just cartoons. That wasn't really anime to me. I didn't really know what it was until like I got a little bit older, but maybe like five, six years ago I really started getting into it cause I got sick. And I had a friend in high school who used to always tell me, "Well, watch Naruto, watch Naruto. And I'm not gonna lie. I, I dismissed him. I told him I'm not watching that shit because I was like, he used to run around with his hands behind his back and make all them jutsus. I was like, yo, that shit is, I'm like, I'm a super nerd, but I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think it's important to be a multifaceted and a dynamic person. Like, so like, I try not to lean too much into one area. I like to be able to walk in different rooms. So it's like, I, the way my brain worked is I was looking, I'm like, yo, if I watch anime, I'm gonna be doing all that weird shit the anime people do be doing. Like, so like, I was, I was dismissive of it. But one day when I was older, I had got sick and I was just laying in the bed with like the flu. I had nothing to do. so I just, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna watch Naruto. That shit ended up being fire. And it became, just for clarity, cause some people would probably wonder what's my favorite anime. That's not my favorite anime, but it was my gateway drug. And it was like, and like, I always appreciate that it was my gateway drug into the, the medium and the art.
1: <laughs> what is your favorite uh, anime? Cogias, I love it. Look it up if you ever get a chance. Nah, I am I'm I'm getting a ton of education uh in anime now. My my friends have uh, tried to get me into it uh more uh modern day uh mm. compared to when I was a kid cuz it was I mean, it's nothing compared uh to now as it was when I was growing up, but I'm definitely uh, looking to get into it. You know, you do a lot of reviews Uh, for video games and a lot of different type of video games. What are are some of your favorite video games that you play?
2: Favorite game of all time is Mass Effect. If you have not played it, it's one of the greatest RPGs ever. Just great characters, great writing, great combat. You can play through multiple times. I love Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Uh, What else do I love? I love, oh, Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank. I grew up on like platformers, Super Mario, I like cartoony kitty stuff. I'm not going to lie. And it's it's always a very interesting thing because people will be like, yo, like, like last month I was playing SpongeBob um, and that's a platform and it's mad kitty. And I'm sitting there talking about life and stocks and stuff while I play
1: SpongeBob. Like,
2: but that's what I like. like
1: <laughs> hey, I think one time I was watching you play Call of Duty and you was like, I'm not good at this game. I really don't even like the game, but, but, you but like you made so much humor and, and you was talking about so I forgot you was even playing the game. I like and that's what I like when going to the chats. Like you literally like entertain and, and people don't even care whether you're playing a game great or not like <laughs>
2: oh yeah, I'm not good at games I always uh so my ideology is like it's really important for me to provide a good experience to people like even the other day um I wasn't feeling really good because I'm on a new diet I'm on a keto diet now I'm trying to get right I'm trying to get sexy i will try to get right and like I had a headache um so like I only ended up streaming for like an hour I was like yo I'm not feeling good because and like, I just, I was just being transparent. I shut the stream down. I was like, we'll try again tomorrow. To me, it's important to provide a good experience of it. I'm not feeling great. My ideology is always like, i rather give, on, on average, I only stream for like two to three hours. My ideology is I'd rather give a good, entertaining experience full of jokes and thought-provoking conversations instead of a lot of people stream for like eight to 12 hours a day. I don't get it. I could be doing something else with my time. I can get more content to you in two hours and they can do in an eight and then I can cut it up and put it on YouTube and spend my time growing in my sleep, basically, um, creating different types of, ac- uh, uh, income. So that's kind of like my ideology in terms of, uh, creating content at
1: least. Right. Um, like when you was getting, st- like when you was getting started, what, what did content creation mean to you? Cause I know for me, it was funny because, uh, when I started looking at content creators, um, as I got into the gaming industry, I always just thought of, uh, content creators as YouTubers and that, and that mm. was it. Like, I didn't think of any, anything else surrounding that's created uh, was considered content. And uh, slowly but surely, I've gotten educated over the years in, in like, you know, podcasting and, and, and different things of that nature. But what, what, does it, what does content creation mean to you?
2: It means it gives me the option to make people's days better. That's always the, like, like one of the dopest things um, somebody wrote me. I've had, like, three different soldiers, like, write me messages before. And I'm one that stood out to me in specific was a few years ago. Uh, he told me, he's like, I just wanted to let you know that your YouTube videos helped me get through my tour in Iraq. He's like, there was literally nights where like, I could hear like explosions and shit. And like, I, but I was watching your videos and laughing. And it just kind of reminded me at home. And like, when I see stuff like that, my. I'm like, I really, I really, I will never meet that person. But I really appreciated it. And then just last week, somebody had sent me an email literally right after I got done streaming. And he was like, yo, he's like, you were talking about on your stream, how like business cards are kind of dated. And like, I always promote, you should create a digital business card that you can keep on your phone, made in Photoshop, like a deck. A, 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 um. and he, so he made the digital photo card, he put it on his phone and he ended up getting a job with his, his local Senator uh, producing art for him or whatever. Uh, and he just thanked me. He was like, yo, I put it in the work. He's like, don't get it confused. But he's like, just that idea, you putting that in my head, it took me to the next level. And when I see stuff like that, like, I appreciate that. That's what I do it for to um, inspire others. And also um, it, it, I, I, it makes me feel good too, that I, that I make others feel good. Like that's my reward. It's not even the money.
1: No, nah, that's great. I mean, cause like for me, um, I've watched you do a lot of things and I, I watch how you do things and different stuff like that. And I try, I implement it in my own way for what I do because obviously um, I don't believe, like no two people are the same when they're creating content. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own unique style, their own audience. And different things of that nature, but I definitely uh, use uh, other people uh, that are bigger than me, smaller than me, or, or whatever, and try to um, add something new to to what I do. And you, you definitely provide that for me, and obviously beyond. I remember that tweet uh, when he when he posted it, and, and I thought, hell, I never even thought of that. Like, so it was a, it was a great idea. And uh, like I said, it's cool that you like to help people uh, beyond yourself.
2: Representation matters to me too. That's another thing I said, when I first started, like I see a lot of people complaining in the community is not enough like black representation on Twitch and YouTube and stuff, and I agree, but it's like when I started 12 years ago, literally I was the only like black person I could think of that was doing like gaming and then like slowly people started coming along. So it's nice to see kind of the industry evolve um, and more people starting to get included, but I still think we do need to get work. We still need work uh, done, but representation was another reason. Um, I wanted to show people inspire show people that you can do
1: something different besides play basketball and rap. <laughs> right. You know the funny thing about that? When I, I go back to that day at um the Decoy Games event is when I looked at the panel, obviously I didn't know everybody on the panel, but uh when I started looking at it and then when I seen how actually big uh you were, I was disappointed in myself that I didn't know who you were. And then and, and I took it upon myself to like once I found out and actually enjoyed the content, and everything like that. That I was going to make sure I supported, and in doing so, I believe I, you know, I'm with you. There's a lot of people who don't, uh, people of color who create content that don't get the recognition or don't get the the opportunities to actually entertain. Because uh, some, you know, some, you know, it doesn't always go down, you know, go down to color. But some people just do the job better, and they happen to be a person of color. And and mm-hmm. uh, that that's you know my take on it. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people. Uh, Don't get the recognition or or don't get the opportunities. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but like you, you're pushing the the, the right envelope. And and I hope uh, a lot of people take heed to that. And that's something that even I try to do with my platform is uh, open up uh, to people to be able to tell their stories and, and hopefully have an influence on people who listen and watch. Um, um, I, think,
2: I think some of it has to do with us being black because I've definitely experienced some some racist bullshit. Like, I think I even talked about it on the panel. But then I also think some of it has to do with us as black people. Um, this is some I've been I'm really on like a self improvement type of wave right now. And one thing that I, I heard one dude speak on, he was saying we as black people we got to get over this whole anti social thing that a lot of us like we too cool for school a lot of times. And like I can I can admit that I was on that bullshit when I was younger and it I can if I can advise anybody don't be on that network with everybody. Like, look at all, oh, like, oh, he plays this, or like, oh, we can't, like, not even trying to find a common ground, I guess I would say. I used to be on that, because um, I come from a different walk of life. Uh, even though I speak very proper, like, my family's from the south side of Chicago, like, I'm, I'm from DC, like, I still been around that bullshit. So it's like, some of that hood booger is still in me, so it's like, moving around in them circles full of white people, it was like, I didn't know how to talk to them, or like, I would just assume they thought certain things about me, and you're projecting that onto, not everybody's evil. And if you do that, you can stunt your growth. So like, we definitely, I think we got to work on this whole anti-social thing and just just networking with everybody. Just try, you only
1: miss the shots that you don't take. No, nah, I'm glad you said that. Cause that's something that um, I talk about all the time is cause like a lot of us have different experiences. Like you say, you mm-hmm. know, um, I, I always took it. Like I didn't grow up in, you know, in the hood or anything like that but that doesn't mean I didn't have family or our friends or I didn't, I, you know, I didn't visit or spend a night or hang out and mm-hmm. you know, witness a sea So, um, you know, our experiences actually, you know, it, it moses until we we learn a, a different route and, and retrain our, our our frame of mind and, and thought. And uh, that's important uh, for growth. You, you got uh, your podcast. Uh, you know, I think you have, you, you, have a, a, you have a few different versions that you do. And uh, talk about those for a second, because uh, I, de- I love the intros uh, to the to the one the, the Hokage thoughts. <laughs> where the show where ain't no
2: hoes, but we do think out loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Like... All right,
2: so the first Illumin froze up for me. Okay, there we go, there we go. Um, so the first podcast I did was started in 2014 with my boys. It was called Gaming Illuminati. It was just me and a group of friends we used to game together. Still to this day, we're a stream team, do podcasts, we have our own channel. Um, and we're all black except for one Dominican and one Mexican, but we're all mostly, we're all people of color. And I, and I purposely did that, um, <laughs> because I wanted to put my brothers on and we just talk about gaming industry stuff. Be like, it's, it's super nerdy conversations. Talk about publishers. Um, we just recorded one yesterday. We did our top five games of the generation for the Xbox one and PS four. Just talk about all the things that are going on in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the industry. But I think what makes us different is, um, we're very unbiased and we, we bring a sense of humor. I think that you're not going to get in another podcast. Um, the, the, I think that's dope. And then my solo podcast, I started that but almost like about a year ago. I just started that. I just wanted to do something new to be honest, to shake up and rebrand. And like one day I put out a tweet and I was like, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of different things, but I was like, I was like, do y'all want to hear about that? I was like, I've been thinking about doing a podcast where I just ramble about stuff, put that tweet out. People were like, hell yeah, do it. So I did it, <laughs> it was, it's, like a lot of times people be overthinking stuff. Just do it, bro. Like Nike says, um, I contacted an artist. I had like an an art, um a piece of art in my mind that I wanted to be for the cover for the, the podcast. Once that was done, I dropped the first episode. And like that has been a like something that I didn't overthink has been a blessing for me because I ended up meeting somebody who now manages my podcast and goes out and gets ads for it and it's bringing in a nice chunk of revenue like life-changing type of revenue and it's just something that I was just kind of stumbled into so it doesn't hurt to try nothing
1: no that's dope uh, like i said i definitely uh love the intros i mean even to your youtube videos uh and and, and kind of backtracking a little bit cuz i wanna like uh i wanna like i said i wanna get more into anime and what to watch and and really you educated me a lot just in this short little time but what are some good uh anime shows to watch everything is subjective what's good and what's bad me personally I'm not going to lie like I'm
2: I, I like watching my friends get beat up and shit like I'm pretty simple <laughs> so I'm like I I do like some of the mainstream stuff st- mainstream stuff like my hero academia um black clover uh code yes that's not really mainstream but it's really good if you want something a little bit more obscure there's a mafia anime it's called 91 days and that joint is fire um you wouldn't expect it to be What's another one that I can give you that's this more recent? That's what I can think of off the top of my head. Honestly, I've not been watching anime that much this past year. I've been kind of on the grind. I've just been kind of casually watching it. I don't really have a lot of time to watch TV these days. Right. That's
1: enough. That, that can my little anime starter kit. So I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll check that out. Um, you've said a lot already, but just in particular, some advice uh, for people who are looking to become full-time uh, streamers and content creators full time content creator first and foremost before you spend a lot of money
2: on equipment make sure you like the, what you're doing if all you have is like a laptop and a webcam start with that like i see a lot of people that go out and they spend thousands of dollars on equipment and then they find out how hard it is to be a content creator just because your favorite content creator makes it look easy doesn't mean it is that's what the greats do serena uh, serena makes it look easy but she's she's a legend um jordan made it look easy but it it's because he's a great okay so make sure you like what you're doing before you get into it is what I would say. Don't be, don't be a level one warrior with a level 50 armor is what we, we, i always say. <laughs> you, you got all this crazy armor on, you don't even know how to swing the sword. So and that's what I always tell people, make sure you like what you're doing, make sure you have a passion for it because I think that's one thing that s- separates me from other people. I think it genuinely shows that I like what I do. And that's what, that's keep, what keeps me going through the hard days. Uh, the second thing, m- make sure you learn how to edit. It's a lot of, on the streaming side, so like if you want an advantage, you gotta learn how to edit. On the streaming side, most people do not know how to edit, so they end up hiring an editor, and like it's expensive to have an editor. It's like $100 a video type stuff. Um, I taught myself how to edit. I just went on YouTube and I looked up Final Cut Pro um, tutorials. If you're on PC, most people use Adobe Premiere, so then just look up Adobe Premiere tutorials and just start with the basics. Take your time. If you really wanna learn it, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna take the time. The third thing I would say is understand if you're starting right now as a content creator, understand you need to be patient. You are behind the curve. Um, let's keep it a buck here. A lot of people are getting into content creation because they see how much money is involved. When I was doing this, there was no money involved, That really. And the reality is you started the race. Like I said, I've been in this game for 12 years. You started 12 years after me. You cannot be upset that you don't have what I have um, just, it's just because you've been grinding for three months, six months. That's, I see a lot of that. Uh, I don't know if it's entitlement or just impatience or whatever, but you have to understand you are behind the curve. So the best advice I can give to you is try to come up with something as unique as possible. Most people do not blow up overnight. Um, It's very rarely happens. The only person I could think of that recently did it was what Dr. Disrespect, I think, on Twitch at least. And that's because he had a very kind of unique thing that he was doing, but most people, uh uh-uh, so... Make sure to learn as many skills as possible and explore as many platforms as possible. Too many people limit themselves to one platform. Oh, I just want to be a Twitch streamer. Oh, I just want to be a YouTuber. No, I do everything. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Hopefully that doesn't get banned. I'm um, doing <laughs> <to> Twitter. <laughs> Goddamn Trump. Uh, Twitter. So keep it, keep an open mind. Collab with people who are around the same size as you. And then also keep in mind, if you want like free stuff, I Always tell people like there's there's a bunch of different websites. So like if you're a gamer and um, there's Keymailer.co, you go there and you log in with your Twitch, your YouTube, whatever you do, and based off your size, like companies will reach out to you and give you free game keys. There's another one called Arsenal.gg. Um, if you want some advice on how to get free games, like one of the ways that I used to do it is I open up Steam and like you click on the um, the developers page. And like, usually it'll take you to their website. You go to their website. You hit the contact page and send them an email. Hey, I'm such and such. I create this amount of content. This is my following. Uh, I would love to work with you guys. Could you get back to me? And I, I only write like a paragraph. And most of the time they get back to me. If you have the following, but that's, that's more advanced stuff. The most important thing is focus on the product. Focus on the product. Uh, if the product is good, they're going to want it. Um, but I think a conversation I think we need to have is most people's stuff is really not that great. And like, they're the y'all are too, and it can be great. Like we all can be great. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like, the focus is in the wrong place. The focus is on how can I get sponsorships? How can I do this? And it's like, the focus should be entertaining your audience. Stop being upset. You only have 20 people in your chat. 20 people took the time to come see you. So what you had 40 yesterday, you got 20 today. There's days where like, I've, I've, I'll have like 2000 people in my chat. And then there's days where I've had 500. <clears throat> and it's like, I still act like it's 2000 people in there. Um, so focus on entertaining people, um, and syndicate your content. It's too many people that just do it on one thing and then they don't put it on Twitter. They don't put it on Instagram, put your stuff everywhere. Flood the streets. As i like to say, I'm all over the place. So I apologize. <laughs> nah, nah,
1: I like No, but I mean, I like that. Cause you, even for me, that's why I say I, I, I have uh content creators, YouTubers that I thoroughly enjoy. Like I say, you, Jordy, um, I like Swante, I like agent. Like, I mean, I, it, it, but it's for the fact that like the entertainment fact is and, and I think I'll say people overlooked that.
2: i say this much. Um, and this, this more so pertains to like, cause I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of times when i be talking about tips and content creation, I'm specifically talking about for like black people. Cause I want to see more black people do better. One thing that I do notice when I talk to a lot of black content creators, if I can give some advice is a lot of them don't study who's already doing it. And like, and like a lot of times they'll know, like, I can give you a pass cause you weren't aware of me. But it's like, I can, I can respect the fact that once you became aware of me, you started paying attention. And a lot of times, like from when I talk to small black content creators when I go to events, I'm like, well, are you watching me? Are you watching Agent? Are you watching Berlizzi? Are you watching Shofu? I can name plenty. It's not as many as white people, but I can name a handful of black content creators. And like, if you wanna be a doctor, you have to study um, to become a doctor. If you wanna be a content creator, well, you have to study to become a, doc- a content creator. So like, even to this day, people who are doing better than me, people who are on the same level, sometimes people who are smaller than me, I study everybody and I figure out what can I make work for myself? Uh, don't come into this thinking, oh, I know everything. Like there's, humble yourself and you'll you'll find that, uh, you'll find more information. Uh, so uh, keep an open mind, I would say.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, coming from somebody of your stature, I mean, that that should let people know a lot. I mean, especially for a lot of people who, you know, you have some people who have overnight success, Uh, so to speak. Uh, Very rare. Yeah, and I say that within, if it's from a range from six months to a year, because obviously, like you said, I think a lot of people uh, missed a boat. And it's funny, you told a unique story about you starting uh, 12 years into it. And that was kind of like when I got into it from the 2K side. I was uh, involved in amateur leagues and tournaments on the 2k side five years before and it paid off look at you now you're the coach now like (laughs) and that was before it was even you know it wasn't profitable it wasn't you know it wasn't about the money or anything like that and and now people like they want to get they want to get into it and i'm sure a lot of people are passionate about it or whatever but like you said they don't take the time to study and look at all the people who did get in and what did they do to actually get in and and that's where the disconnect uh, starts. Um, yeah, you know, 2K League. I always ask this question: that any anybody who comes on, especially uh, gamers, um, are you familiar with it, and what's your thoughts on it?
2: All right, so let's get something straight. I am a casual 2K player. Like I like I've been playing it since the Dreamcast, and then I picked it back up. What was like? What was the one with Kevin Garnett on it? Um, was that was that o eight o nine? I right think. There. And then I started playing again from there, like consistently. And I really started getting in heavy again, 2K14. But I'm a casual player. I don't, I don't know all the special dribble moves. I don't know all the plays. But I'm a super basketball fan, though. And I will say the 2K League is dope to watch. Uh, from a production standpoint, like I, like I was really impressed. I did not expect that. Uh, I've been tuning in. Uh, I was tuning in heavy season one and two. And I did not expect to see that level of production quality with the shout casters and stuff. I didn't know what to expect. But my favorite thing about the league was um, just watching a bunch of black people walk across the stage during the draft. That shit was dope to me. I was like, look at, I was like, look at these kings. Like a lot of these people, a lot of these people are coming from you know the middle of nowhere. They still living with their parents and like they 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 grind it and it's dope to see them walk across the stage as if they were an actual NBA player being drafted by the esports team. So if if you ask me my favorite thing is actually the draft. I just like watching black people prosper. Um and then I will say one of my one of my critiques though is like in order for that league to sustain itself, it does need to grow cuz I think that the viewership isn't quite there. It's not that it's a bad product, but I think some of that and this is just from like studying the the community, I think we need to support each other better. Uh, A lot of times when I pull up to them 2K league games, like the the comment section is toxic, dog. It's it's like 80% of people, oh, I'm better than this player. I should be in the league and this, that. Like, that's cool. But like, do that next season. Like now that we're here and we have what we have, like you just need to support it so that it can continue to grow. Like one thing I was talking about on my podcast yesterday, we were talking about how Ninja announced that he was going to Hollywood. And I said, you know, I don't, I can't really see myself seeing a Ninja movie, but I was like, I'm not going to hate either. I I still respect the hustle because the reality is the doors that Ninja opens, I get to walk through. Um, And it's the same thing with the 2K players in the league. Okay, you're better than them. We get it, which I don't think is true. But (laughs) hypothetically speaking, let's say it is next season try out just respect the fact that they opened a door for you. And now you have that opportunity to walk through, just sit back and enjoy the show, man. Like, and, and share the content because it should be doing better. How big the 2K community, that's my only thing um, that I
1: would, I would have criticized is the actual community itself. But I think now, the product is good. I agree. And 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 knowing that you like on the outside, looking in of I mean, your perspective is, is valuable. And, and it's funny how it's relatable even for some of us that's inside the circle. So, Definitely agree with that take, um, you know, getting into some real real sports for a second, um, mm-hmm. the bubble. And uh, have you been tuned in and watching any, uh, any Listen, games? Doug,
2: I don't know if I told you, but uh, I'm from, I'm from DC, but I moved to Florida in January. Right, I live. I live in Orlando now.
1: Yeah, I do remember you telling me that.
2: Yeah, I live in Orlando now, bro. Uh, nah, nah, I'm not going nowhere, bro. These people down here in Florida are crazy. <laughs> 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 these these make America great again people. I'm good. Don't nobody want to wear a mask. I've been in the house. The only time I go outside is to go get food from the grocery store. Um, it's cool that they brought the NBA back, but I'm a little conflicted with it because, like, I feel like the world's on fire. And it's hard for me to, like, sit down and really enjoy the games. But, like, I, I did watch one last night. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like it'll be an asterisk on the championships? Uh, 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 whoever wins the championship this year, do you feel like there'll be an asterisk next to I think,
1: it? I think – of course. I think it's going to be some people who, who throw that out there. I mean, you know, it's, untrad- it's untraditional. So, definitely, anytime something like that happens in sports, that they, they, even if they don't count the asterisks, people put, still put it there. So, I definitely – I think it's going to be like that. It's been interesting for me to watch some games because we're not used to seeing uh, NBA teams play under one roof Mm -hmm. on the same court, same rims. No crowd. Uh, Yeah, that part of it. I actually happened that I was a part of the virtual crowd uh, Mm -hmm. for Brooklyn. I did that one time. I wanted to experience it. But, you know, just uh, watching them play on the same court. Because I said, professionals, like they get used to their spots. On their own court, on a row, away course, but now they're playing on the same course. So, I'm actually seeing a lot of phenomenal shooting uh, from from teams and different things of that nature. But it, I just uh, I just like watching hoop. But I know Next. it's different. But I just like watching it. I see a lot of people complaining. I, I say that on Facebook, uh, a few of my friends, because that's really my platform where I talk to a lot of my IRLs and, mm. and stuff like that. And, they was complaining about, and I said, "You uppity Negroes! Like y'all, we can't satisfy you. Want you cried for basketball? We got it back, and like, oh, I can't get into this or all this. And I'm like, come on! Like it, it's still, they got to put the ball in the basket. Like I mean." You know. I'll tell
2: you this much. One thing that does concern me is Denver's got Jokic running point guard, and it concerns me because when 2K21 comes out, oh, you know, oh, oh I can't make a point center. Like, oh, my God, dog. I am not trying to hear that <laughs> shit. There's Jokic. Because there's, they always like to point to one player. Like, he's the exception, not the rule, okay? we right. can't all beat it. But um, <laughs> I feel conflicted because the world's on fire, but at the same time, it's entertainment. I'm not going to complain. It is what it is.
1: Man, um... Uh... You know, I wanna thank you for taking time out, uh to, to come on my podcast, man. Truly uh well uh, you know, you humble and everything, but it's an honor for me. I mean, like I said, you're one of the my favorite content creators uh out there, man. What what's what's next for you though? Like I mean, with everything you got going on and everything you're doing, what you know, where you see yourself, uh, you know, in the future? Um, what's next for me
2: is I have been talking behind the scenes to some, some companies about representation. Um, I've had some good conversations talking about potentially television, touching some M's and stuff like that, but I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it, no, but no, I do, no. I do have ambitions, you know, a book. I do want to do that. I, I want to do a lot. I want to do, I, I personally believe there's nothing I can't do. Um, I'm just looking for opportunity to be honest. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Sometimes one thing I learned from my father is, um, just because you're not interested in it doesn't mean it's not for you. Like you can catch a blessing right. randomly. Cuz like when I was, um, I used to play soccer when I was a kid. And when I got older, my shoulders got really broad and I started putting on muscle and he was like, you are gonna be a wrestler. And I was like, I don't wanna, I, don't wanna. I, I did wrestling in middle and high school. I, like, I don't wanna do wrestling. He's like, no, you're gonna be a wrestler. I turned out being really good at wrestling. And, like, to this day, like, I always say that, like, I didn't enjoy the experience, but I ended up being team captain, being ranked in the state, got my name in the newspaper and stuff like that. And then also some of the best life lessons I ever learned and a lot of my work ethic, I actually attribute it from the days when I wrestled in high school, like, because it's the hardest sport in high school. And that blessing came from the fact that my father could see that that was for me, that even though it wasn't for me, so, like. I I like to keep an open mind. I'm not limit. I don't want to limit myself to 2k. If if opportunities come from the 2k league, I'm going to go. But if opportunities come from Activision or EA or something, uh, or or something in LA with Hollywood, uh, I
1: believe I can accomplish anything. It ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Dope, man. Dope, man. Hey, this, um, I want you to let people know how they can uh, follow you on social media and uh, tune into your, your content. Um, so
2: my main platform that like I would recommend coming through to check out is Twitch, twitch.tv slash the black Okage. If you don't know how to spell that, it's H O K A G E. My Twitter is Mr. Underscore I keep it real. Um, those are the two platforms that I'm most active on. My YouTube is the Black Okage as well. Um, I appreciate anybody coming through to check out whatever. Uh what's next for you is the real question. That's what I want to know. What what are your goals?
1: I mean it's funny because we share pretty much the, the same frame of mind. It's like I feel like I'm capable of doing any, anything I put my mind to. Um, I, you know, obviously I went from gaming, got into podcasting. Um, I'm actually doing some, uh, co-hosting on an esports extra that I do Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Uh, I've been doing some play by play, some stuff I never thought I'd even be doing. So, uh, it's just pretty much sky's the limit. I mean, it's, it's funny you mentioned about a book I actually um, did a, I shot a documentary mm, that's uh, dope. And, and actually this is the first time I've ever talked about it on my podcast. Cause I haven't, you know, COVID uh, missed everything. It, it, up. It, it, hey, I, I was preparing, I was already getting uh, into the mixing and, and mastering everything and actually was going to look to release it um, after the season was over and mm-hmm. it pretty much stunted that. But, um, that's actually already shot and everything like that. So uh, the book aspect of it, I think I can see probably some years from now uh, whenever I'm not, you know, if there's a time where I'm never a, a part of the 2K League, which is I'm not speaking that into the existence, but um, just uh, any and every opportunity I can get. I mean, you know, COVID is kind of restructuring the world right now. We, I felt funny asking that question, but for some of us, we're still waking up, we're going at like full throttle. And I, I think mm. you're one of them and I'm one of them. So it's like, we, we're just gonna deal with it head on, but we don't know which direction it's gonna shift a lot of things. So it's a tough question to answer, but I'm still gonna, I'm a dreamer. Uh, and I, I'm I'm gonna keep dreaming and pushing forward, but just uh, trying to be prepared for a lot of opportunities. But mainly like what you said is just, I spend a lot of late nights studying, uh, reading, watching. Uh, reading, different... I'm getting a big into, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's just, like, getting into those arenas where – and really, I, I, you know, I'm 41. I'll be 42 this year, but I, I'm in – it seems like I'm in a prime of really just focusing on – if it's if it's not any good for me, I, I, I'm not dealing with it. I'm only focusing on things that is going to help me prosper and that people around me prosper, so – uh, I, I noticed like having a positive platform, uh, it's a, it's it's a, it's a slow grind, but it's the grind that I, I love. People love and, that negativity. And I appreciate, I appreciate it. Oh yeah. That's the thing. Like if I, you know, and, and, and I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real though. Like it's things that I planned on speaking, uh, speaking on and talking about and like, and probably shifting and have a different form of my podcast, but the, the origin of it is positive uh inspiration, motivation, you know, through people telling their stories and, and what they do. And and like I said, and hoping to influence uh those who listen. So, listen and watch. So, I mean, uh, it's I mean, I like I like to listen and still joke and laugh and talk about numerous things, but overall, I think I've gotten to where I've gotten to is because uh my positive attitude and just believing that positivity always wins. So, uh, that's pretty much for me. I think um, like I've been I've been studying a lot like
2: the habits of what it takes to become a millionaire and a billionaire because that's one of my goals. I'm trying to touch M's Um, like I live comfortably, but like it's not enough. Uh, And one of the habits is and like I feel like I implement this, but I'm just kind of putting this out into the universe for people. People who do achieve their goals, they don't tend to smell the flowers. You can celebrate your victories, but like, you know. Celebrate for today and then tomorrow is back to work. It's too many people that accomplish something and then they wanna sit around for like weeks at a time and then be upset, trying to rest on their talents or whatever. So don't don't ever stop to smell the flowers. Uh... Don't ever become content. And also, I wanted to put out another goal out there just into the universe. Like, I'm trying to take over Orlando now that I'm down here. Hopefully, when this COVID stuff is over, I couldn't find a way to infiltrate the 2K League in D.C. I wanted to take over D.C., but I want to find a way to get into working in some way, somehow working with the Orlando Magic organization, whether it's with the 2K League or the actual team. Like, I was thinking about maybe finding some way to shoot some type of documentary, even if I have to do it for free. I'm just trying to expand my resume. Uh, that's that's another thing i've been watching with self-help videos humble yourself um in a sense that like uh pokey's editor pokey mains editor fedmeister whatever the way he became her editor is he just asked if she needed an editor and she was like yeah but she can't pay him he was like that's fine he's like i just believe in you um basically he took an internship and she blew up and it paid off so like like i'm open to doing that type of stuff if i have to follow around the orlando magics 2k team and kind of shoot their day-to-day process and like a documentary from them. Like, I, if I got to do it for free, like I'm just trying to expand the resume. I'm trying to take over. I'm just putting that into the universe. I'm trying to take over Orlando. No,
1: nah, I'm with that. I mean, I've been done the same thing. Uh, I've had opportunities like that. I've took on roles where uh, I didn't get paid initially. Actually, my walk through the 2K League, my first initial position, I didn't get paid for it or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then now here we are. And then what I do is I go back and reach into the community and bless people with the same – uh, opportunities like even people who uh help me with the podcast and different things like that yeah I, I do pay i do pay them but i also tell them like this is this is us like if this if this expands i'm taking everybody with me because this is who helped get me to where i'm at so relationships are everything relationships are the real currency w- without a doubt man you know hey you don't drop so many jewels on here man like, <laughs> hey i'm gonna have I'm I'm it's gonna be a lot of sound bites for, for this man but it, it's definitely needed, man. And I, I appreciate your time, Uh, you know, we do go ahead and wrap this up, but sure. Um just, you know, like I said, it's it's an honor for me, man. Like I, I enjoy hearing people's stories and having people on, man. I just want to say thank you for, for coming on the show, man. I
2: appreciate you even taking the time to speak to me and even inviting me. It was dope conversation. Uh, and hopefully, this video booms. Hopefully, it booms.
1: <laughs> All right, at this time, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode. Whether you're listening or watching, uh, remember to follow OG2Sense podcast on Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor, and, and YouTube, but now also iHeartRadio. Um, mm. so definitely uh, appreciate that. Uh, follow me on social media at OG King Kurt. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, Go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OG King Kurt and the podcast. Um, Shout out to my team, Dave at the 2K Zone, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, and Cy Evermore. Uh, Check out the 2K Zone shows, uh, 2K Zone Roundtable, every Sunday, 7.30 p.m. EST, and 2K Center Stage, that's every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Wednesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, catch me every Wednesday and Thursday on e- Esports Extra at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. Uh, that's with host Larry Ridley, uh, the crew, Renee Montgomery, Antonio Williams, Durbin Royale, and Kevin Mamouzet. Uh That's Compete Forever on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, make sure you tune in to next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG Two Cents. OG out.
0: But I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that Wayne high in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Yer. Hey, much love to the whole MPBA league. Special shout-out to the Brooklyn Nets Gaming crew. We on our way, baby. What's up, JP? JP? LT? Big West? Famous enough. 2K Comp Games. Black Frank White. Brooklyn Nick. Rico. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah.